Dear listeners, the following recordings were written and produced with you in mind. These episodes will add joy to your life, fill you with inquisitive thoughts, and leave you thinking to yourself, Hey Rob. Hey Kaj. Can Can you you say say that again? again? Welcome to the Say That Again podcast. How many times do I have to hear you record this? (laughs) Hey, what's up guys? (laughs) Welcome back. To the Say That Again podcast, a.k.a. The Star Pod. I'm, no, lo- I'm losing. No comment? Also known as the STA pod. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's just keep moving since we've already uh, done that argument pretty... I, how would you say it? We've... um. I guess you could say overdone the, the argument. Yeah, the the, deli- to, the deliberations have the deliberations. Long. Thank you. I yeah. could not think of the word. Trying to think of a yeah of a of big a, of world a, of a word of the day calendar word. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, I'm Kaj, and I'm Rob. What's up? What's up, guys? So today we're going to be talking about debt and Dave Ramsey. Who? Dave Ramsey. I don't know if I've ever heard of that guy. He is the crazy debt guy that you've probably seen the crazy all over the internet no i, I mean i don't think that's how he would want to be called <laughs> no he is he is he is known as the the debt guy i consider him crazy <laughs> <laughs> okay wait so why why are we why are we talking about this on this podcast right well now? so debt's a very serious topic to talk about right so it was what well, i was gonna say because we're in a series because we're in a series called, oh called oh called business with the bros business with the bros yes oh. sir yeah how could i forget how to announce the series forget? how could i forget to announce the series part three otherwise yeah. known as part four aka <laughs> a- part three <laughs> not part four um but no we are going to be talking about debt today so the the basic premises behind why we're talking about debt, as I was saying earlier, was debt is such a serious topic, and oftentimes it's scary to even approach it because there's so many avenues of thinking that surround debt. And so what we're going to be doing is we're going to be talking about our own personal philosophies on debt, and we're going to be getting into some of Dave Ramsey's thoughts. Dave Ramsey has some great thoughts on debt that we agree with most of, but not all of, and we just kind of wanted to share our thoughts on that as well. So without further ado, let's get into the topic. Kosh, what do you think about debt? I agree with you in that uh, debt is a very serious topic, and I think it's something that a lot of people have not thought about seriously enough, uh, specifically Christians and what scripture the bible says about debt um it's something i have given a lot of thought to i'm by no means an expert yeah you've even written an article about it i want to call it an article not a published one i would call it a google doc (laughs) you wrote it and you didn't do it for a class so fair point fair point yeah that's fair point (laughs) um so yeah i kind of want to go through like two streams of of thought and i'll try and do it somewhat quickly so first from like a economic societal standpoint, like so before legal tender money 
that represents value existed. The current paper dollars that we have yes. today. We tr- there was bartering. You would trade an axe for a chicken, right? right? Two things that have actual intrinsic value to them. Yeah. And then as society got more complex and it was more complicated to trade things and trade things with people long distance or with people who you didn't know what you had, what they had, we, when I say we, I mean humans, ascribed value to something else to represent the value of the actual thing, aka precious metals. So gold, silver had an ascribed intrinsic value to like, okay, you need this much gold to buy a loaf of bread. Right. Yeah. And then when it got inconvenient to carry a lot of gold around, we invented paper. And then now we've invented electronic money and blockchain but that's which are not, even easier to that's carry not around. that's not what i'm getting to yeah. the whole the whole point being is that our modern day system of money like the actual dollar like if you have paper money in your wallet which i think i might but i very rarely actually carry cash i don't have or any if you have however me. much money is in your bank account that has no value it's a representation of value that only has value because we think it has value because we've placed value on it Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Debt came into play when people realized because I can exchange something that doesn't have intrinsic value but has given value for something that has intrinsic value, this idea of get the thing with intrinsic value now and pay with it with a thing that has given value later, that's like light bulb went off. Yeah. It's like I can get something essentially for free. Right. Yeah. Yes. And now obviously like you have to work for money and you have to trade your time for something with given value. So there's an understanding of the value of it. But in reality, like if if our whole financial system crashed, you would rather have bread, food, and a house than a million dollars in the bank. That's correct. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay, so I wanted I wanted to explain that to also touch on the idea of how debt is created in our economy. Our economy, and I say ours, the United States of America, and kind of the global economy too, has to constantly create debt in order to pump money into the market to keep up with inflation. I it's a very complicated idea. If you want to understand more, read the book called The Web of Debt. I'm not an expert. And I'm not going to try and explain it right now. What well, what was the book called? The Web of Debt. And and who wrote it? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, if not, it's no big deal. I'm sure there's not many books called that. Let's see. Well, there's a picture of a spider and I think the uh, the Capitol building or something. Who wrote it? Let's see. Then we can edit this down. Ellen Hogs, Hogsgen, not good. Ellen Brown, there we go. Well, I'll leave out the middle name. Um, all of that to say, our financial system is a web of debt that is designed to run on keeping people in debt. That's how it works. Which is why when there is a recession depression, financial contraction in the markets, someone has to lose. Yeah. 
it's that's how the system is designed to work. Okay. Mini rant on society, how society runs on the side. Turning to scripture. And I'm pulling from my article that may or may not be posted somewhere eventually, but probably not. It's on a Google Doc currently. It, it's on a Google it's Doc. It's shared with me, so <laughs> it's it's published in my in my eyes. So script scripture I think is very clear for the Christian that we should make every effort to live a debt-free life. Now, in modern day society versus when the Bible was written, it was a much different path to live a debt-free life. So I think culturally, because so I don't want to sound like I'm I'm knocking people if they have debt, because I also have debt and I'm aggressively trying to pay it off. So I don't want people to think like, oh, I'm holier than thou or any of that. But I do think that there is a clear calling from scripture to try and live debt-free. Um Proverbs 22.7 says, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Um, Psalm 37.21 says, the wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. When you are in debt to someone or something, you do not own the thing that you have, but the other person owns it. And because of that, you are actually in service to, or the word the scripture uses, in slavery to the other entity, whether it's the bank or person. And the Bible calls us to live free from entanglements to this world. Romans 13 Eight says, owe no one anything except to love each other. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. There are two kingdoms, the kingdom of God and the kingdom of darkness. Both kingdoms have separate sets of principles that they operate on. God's kingdom operates in freedom. The devil's kingdom operates in enslavement essentially if i can if i can say it like that yeah and the devil as the the ruler of evil in this world wants people to be enslaved to the entities of this world and a very practical way that that happens is through debt and i think even for the christian as you think about how do i live my life free from entanglements to this world to serve God in whatever way he calls me, not having debt and not being ensnared to whether it's the bank, people, whatever institution, frees you to be able to answer whatever call God is calling you to. I could say more, but I'll stop there and I want to hear your thoughts. Dude, I don't even know if I can add anything to what beautiful descriptions you just gave. I mean, honestly... I think we're on the same page. I think I also think it's very hard today to not be in debt in some circumstances, right? So like for example, owning a home. It's very difficult to not get a mortgage, right? Mm-hmm. Based on just the current economic um climate 
and how much money people are making versus how much houses are worth. It's very hard to not go in debt when you're buying a car, mm-hmm. right? But I think I think the difference is when you're taking that debt on, it's not a it should not be a debt. And I, and I'm speaking to Christians, but to everyone in general. The debt that you take on in reference to a car or a house, things that you need to get from point A to point B and a thing that you need to rest your head at night, these things should not be extravagant. And these things should not be over the top, right? And and I don't mean you shouldn't have nice things, right? Because... There's no rule against having nice things, but there is a rule in reference to the Bible, especially, right? But in general, in everyday life, that you, when you are spending your money, it should be in reference to God. So I'm saying that to the Christian, but I'm saying that to anyone who's listening, right? So you need to spend your money in reference to God and how God would have you use your money. So if you feel that a big house is something that you're going to be able to use to bless God's kingdom with, buy that big house, right? Host parties for your church. Have small groups at your church, right? Like whatever whatever you can utilize the big house for, do that. If you feel like that bigger, nicer SUV can help transport people to church, right? Can help, yeah. you know, give people mm-hmm. rides, things like that. Like, yeah. Go for it. Absolutely. But whatever you do, if you're going to buy anything, think about how it affects how you affect the kingdom and the damage that you can make for the kingdom of God in reference to that. That's really the only thing I would add. I think you pretty much nailed it on the head. Mm -hmm. And I think that Dave Ramsey... Uncle Dave, as Uncle some Dave. call him. Uncle Dave. I, I don't think I call him. Uncle Dave. I, I have a few memes of him on my meme page. Oh, boy. He's a very memeable guy. He uh, is a, a man that makes bold statements. Oh, well, well, before we fully transition there, there was one more thought I, oh, wanted, I wanted to add. Yeah. Um, as citizens of the U.S. and Christians, and th- this, what I'm saying is specifically for Christians, we have to be careful what truth we are believing or what proclaimed truth we are believing. Yeah. Because the American dream has so infiltrated our Christianity that it's just become normal and we don't even realize it. And I think that's a lot of the times where debt can come into play. So like you mentioned, like with the car, with the house, like not getting things that are extravagant, we can easily believe that we need to buy these things because that's what society tells us to. And I, I, I wanted to um, go back to Psalm 37, 21, and 22 real quick. I'm just going to read this part. So the verse says, The wicked borrows but does not pay back, but the righteous is generous and gives. For those blessed by the Lord shall inherit the land, but those cursed by him shall be cut off. So based on how this passage reads, you would almost expect it to say, The righteous person borrows and pays back. Nah. The righteous person gives and inherits. Both words imply ownership, not borrowership. So there's this idea of the the American culture wants us to have stuff to attain status. 
Whereas God wants us to wait and trust in him and have our identity in him and not get stuff the world's way ahead of God's schedule. Yeah, I love that. That's so true. That is so true. Yeah, we are not called to live our lives in reference to the American dream, right? That's not biblical. It's honestly really, really stressful in general, you know, outside of the Bible. It's very stressful to achieve the American dream, you know? And and the more I think about it, honestly, I know that we said we were going to talk about Dave Ramsey on this episode, but he has so much to say about debt. I think in keeping with our short form podcast, Schmedium, Schmedium, <laughs> the Schmedium of podcasts. I think we're still technically short form. Yeah, we're still short form. Schmor- <laughs> <laughs> Got me tongue twisted over here. Um, I think in keeping with our short form, we need to just make a whole separate Dave Ramsey episode because there's there's a lot to say about his philosophy on debt. I say debt is bad, right? Closing remarks, debt is bad. It's not biblical. If you have to take it on, take it on in a manner that you're able to honor God with it, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Man, I have so many more thoughts, and I feel like people are going to have questions after this because there are things that I didn't address. Well, this um, is just the first season. Yeah, you this know? is just season one. You're gonna have there. We're gonna have so many more episodes. Yes, yes, and we're still trying to figure it out. We're still trying to figure it out. We don't. This is not the the end all be all. Just some some thoughts that are. Yeah, we we don't still, know everything about we're, that that we're still processing because so the on the other hand is like from a business perspective it makes sense to leverage debt. And I totally get that. And yeah, well, I'll, I'll just stop there. Yeah, that That's a whole separate episode. That is, yeah. That's a whole separate episode, but we'll just stir the pot with that. But for now, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you on the next episode.